Hey everybody, Dean Kulawi right here. Just wanted to present this week's episode of Tech Talks with the Tech Recruiter. So today, this week's guest was Ramsey Marjaba, who is uh, who runs a website called WeTheSalesEngineers.com. Uh, great website, and he has his own podcast where he interviews sales engineers. And uh, he's a sales engineer, so he and he comes from a, uh, a you know pure purely a technical IT networking and engineering background and made the transition into sales engineering so this week's episode we're talking about sales engineering it's a it's a it's an area of it that i have not frequently recruited on so i definitely learned a lot myself on this uh, particular episode and uh, ramsey talks about uh, what made him made that transition what's what kind of qualities and characteristics and qualifications does someone need in order to get into the space of sales engineering and talks about the typical challenges, best practices, and all that as well. So, look, uh, let's get right into it and hope everybody gets a lot of great information out of this and enjoy. Hello there, everyone. Welcome, welcome to this week's episode of Tech Talks. Let me know in the comments uh, if you can see me and hear me okay before we get today's uh, segment started. And hope everybody's having a great start to their week so far. So I'm just going to give it a few uh, moments. And... All right, who's here? Uh, uh, everybody hit like and, and uh, let me know in the comments uh, uh, where you're tuning in from and uh, just let me know that you can see me and hear me okay uh, before we get this thing started uh, for this week's episode. All right, I don't see the likes and comments coming in, so just let me know, folks, in the comments and and hit like if you can see me and hear me okay. So today, uh, today's show is going to be about sales engineering. So my guest today is Ramsey Marjaba, and uh, he's going to be speaking about sales engineering. So he, and and Ramsey is someone who comes from a uh, a network and systems engineering background. And uh, just to put a pause on that, I do see some comments coming in. Amir, thanks so much for tuning in. Appreciate you uh, tuning in, Amir. Uh, perfect. You can see me and hear me okay. Uh, hope you're doing great, Amir. It's been a while. I, well, I, I do. I do think you tuned into, uh, 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 you know, one of the, one of the uh, the live streams. I believe last week or the week before. So appreciate you tuning in. Um, and uh, going back to today's episode, folks. So today my guest is uh, Ramsey Manjaba, and uh, again he comes from. Uh, he originally started off his career more so on the technical side of IT, so networking and, and systems engineering, and made the switch into sales engineering. And that's what we're going to be speaking about today uh, when I bring Ramsey out shortly. Uh, he's going to be speaking about this field of sales engineering, uh, sales engineering. So it's going to be a great episode for those of you who might not have heard of uh, what sales engineering is. If you're if you're like me, uh, although I have recruited in the tech space, uh, this is an area I'm not very familiar with. So I'm really looking eager to uh, hearing from Ramsey regarding uh, more about this space, more about what a sales engineer does, what is sales engineering and all of that. Uh, now, before we get started, folks, and before I bring my guest on, just a couple of announcements. So uh, uh, tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern time zone, I'm going live with my weekly uh, uh, tips uh, segment. So I'll be speaking about a, a job search topic. I haven't decided yet what I'm going to speak about tomorrow, but most probably I know a lot of you have been telling me 
uh, you'll be you've been facing some uh, some barriers in regards to uh, online applications and not getting responses. So I'm probably going to speak about that. So if you want to tune in for that, mark your calendar. It's going to be tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern time zone. Uh, make sure you tune in. And then Thursday is my weekly uh, job search chat segment. And this week, the focus is on mental health. I have a get my guest, uh, Soha Juneja, who's tuning in all the way from India. She's tuning in. She's a happiness coach and a mental health expert. And she's going to be speaking about how to manage your stress and, and, and depression and your mental health and well-being during the course of your job search. That's going to be this week, Thursday as well at 11 a.m. Eastern time zone. So without further ado, let's get this, this thing started. And uh, thanks so much for everyone who is tuning in. And uh, let me bring in, bring my guest in right now. Hey, Ramsey, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good, thanks. Good, good, good. So folks, uh, make sure you uh, you say hi to Ramsey in the comments and, and put in all your uh, questions, comments, and, and feedback. Like, do, you, do, do, you, do all of you guys know what sales engineering is or what's your feedback about this space? Any questions you have regarding this space? So we're going to be speaking about sales engineering today. And uh, before I hand the floor over to Ramsey and get, get along with my questions, uh, I'm going to give you a brief introduction. So, so, and I already kind of gave an introduction, but uh, Ramsey is a sales engineer who's been in the networking industry for over 10 years, and he loves sales engineering uh, so much that he actually started his own website, uh, a really cool website address, by the way. Uh, it's wethesalesengineers.com. Am I, am I correct in that, Ramsey? Yes, it is. Yeah, perfect. And, and that's, I guess, a play off of uh, We the North, right, as you, as you yep. mentioned to me before. Perfect, perfect. Sounds good. So, uh, so folks, uh, Ramsey actually runs a, a podcast on his website as well, and and it's hundred percent focused on sales engineering. And I've checked it out myself. He uh, and uh, Ramsey, I believe you interview new guests in the sales engineer engineering space. Uh, is that correct? Yeah, uh, I have one hundred fifteen episodes published, and wow. most of them are interviews. Because really, nobody wants to hear me talk except for you for some reason. <laughs> so here I am. <laughs> all right, all right. Sounds sounds good, Ramsey. So, um, um, I mean, in terms of, I, I mean, let's get, get let's get right into it. By the way, and 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 folks, uh, make sure you put it in the comments. Any questions or uh, you know any comments you have regarding sales engineering? Uh, I was really looking forward to this episode because, as I mentioned to Ramsey as well before when we spoke, I know close to nothing about this space. Like I, I recruit in IT. Uh, this is one of those areas that I have not, I don't think I've ever recruited on. And I purposely did not do any research whatsoever on sales engineering before this uh, conversation because I wanted to come in with a completely blank slate. And I'm just going to have you educate myself and the viewers in the space, uh, Ramsey. So I can be saying something that's completely incorrect and you will not be able to tell at this point. Exactly, exactly. It's perfect, <laughs> right. right? Okay, no pressure. All right, good. <laughs> That's perfect. Exactly. So um, now, now, Ramsey, kind of to kick it off, you know, just for, for the viewers who might not be familiar with this space, uh, what exactly is sales engineering? Um, you know, and, and is it like a broad field? Like, is it a field? Does sales engineering mean something that's really broad or is it something very specific? Like, can you uh, can you provide more information about that? Yeah, sure. Are you familiar with sales in general? Yes, sales. yes, I am. Yes. So yes. a sales engineer is part of the sales team. Um, okay. Uh, we generally work in partnership with salespeople and our job is to understand the customer's business problems and their technical problems. And then we have to figure out ways to solve those with the portfolio of products, solutions, software, whatever it is that we sell. Um, and finally, we have to convince the customer that our solution is the best solution for them. And that's the hardest right. part uh, of sales engineering because anybody can figure out solutions. It's convincing the customer that, we have the best solution that's right. sales engineering and as for it being broad um, 
many different sales engineers do different things. Like uh, I, I talk on my uh, podcast with my co-host, Benny. We're both sales engineers. We don't do the same thing at all. He's uh, a really? SaaS. He sells software for compliance. I uh, sell test and measurement equipment for networking uh, companies. We don't okay. do the same thing. And, you know, you can have mechanical engineers who are sales engineers. It doesn't even have to be engineers anymore. Um, they changed the title from sales engineers to solution consultant, solution architect, uh, sales consultant, pre-sales. Um, and it could be SaaS, so software. It could be uh, physical equipment. It could be IT gear. It could be uh, wind turbines. It could be engines for planes, whatever it is. As long as it's technical, a sales engineer is usually there. Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Now, now, uh, Ramsey, like, did you make the conscious decision to get into sales engineering? Like, what made you leave? Because I know you, so just to just to get make sure I got this correct, you started out more so on the technical side. Like, you were 100% a technical guy, was it? Is that right? Uh, I was in support, yeah, and then I moved okay. on to network design, and then I moved to, on to sales engineering. Um, the Honestly, I fell into it. I didn't know what sales okay, engineering okay. was. Um, a lot of people fall into it like that. Uh, I just, at the time, I felt I was underpaid at my company. So I started looking mm -hmm. elsewhere. And the the company that I ended up applying to was a vendor of the company I was leaving. Oh, I which see. meant they had customer insight. I already used the product before. I know what the customer wants. So it was for them a, a good a good person to take a risk on. Someone who has no sales experience, someone who has no sales engineering experience to take a risk on because right, I had right. insider. Oh, yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay, makes sense. Now, uh, so just overall, uh, Ramsey, like, what is what is? I know you kind of touched on it, but on a day to day basis, like, what is the purpose of a sales engineer, and why do organizations need like sales engineers? Why not just have like a you know what? Why are they called sales engineers uh, instead of you know like sales representative or salesperson or something like that? Well, there is a salesperson, and, yeah. and the the salesperson are the salespeople aren't generally technical because their job they have a different job. Their job is to go look for deals. Uh, like start basically meet as many people as possible so they can find new opportunities and do some brief qualification and then closing the deal. Uh, mm -hmm. If they're spending time doing the technical aspect of it, although there are some that have that job, that means that's time away from finding new opportunities. Yeah. yeah okay. Sales engineers are the technical folks who can bridge the gap uh, and are able to talk business and, uh, and technical with their customers. Uh, the salespeople are usually very commercial oriented so how much mm -hmm. does it cost what's the timeline uh when do you want to buy uh here let me talk to the lawyers and see we can, if we can draft up draft up a contract where yeah, sales yeah. engineers are seeing um, what's the problem what, what are you trying to solve uh, how can we fix that and then come up with a technical solution to a business problem and that's not something salespeople can do and generally speaking every company that has a technical uh, is a bit technical will need sales engineers to be able to relay that information to their customers. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Now, now on given the fact that you kind of bridge that gap. So does that, so as a sales engineer, are you, are, I'm assuming you work very closely probably with, with the, like the technical teams, right? Like, are you in any aspect involved in the actual technical aspects of putting together a solution or is it more like, uh, like, what is it? I'm very technical. Like I have to understand the, the technology, how it works so yeah. that I can offer a solution. My job is not to build a solution. My job is to sell it, and then somebody else who is in post sales, let's call it like after the purchase, can come in and help the customer configure it, help them build it, uh, that sort of thing. Um, usually, my job is done 
uh, in theory after I've sold the product, but I also have to manage, make sure that the customer is happy afterwards so that they mm. can continue to buy. But sales engineers in general, it's a general misconception that sales engineers are not technical. Sales engineers are usually very technical. Um, but when, when it comes to like, if we talk about a software engineer at my company or a software designer at my company, they know one piece of the product very, very well, mm. but they don't know how the overall thing works. Whereas oh, okay. I know the broad, how the technical, how the product in, in its entirety should function with the customer. So I have a better, I see the technology the way the customer would use it. Right. Okay, so I mean that, that that that's that's pretty okay. That's pretty interesting. So and now now is that common for sales engineers, Ramsey, or is that something unique about yourself? No, it's it, well, you have to be technical to be yeah, a sales yeah, okay. engineer. So, okay. and it, again, there's a scale of we can't do everything. So mm-hmm. some SEs are a little bit more business oriented, and some SEs are more technically oriented, and it's a it's a moving scale and. You know, you're not going to find two SEs that are exactly the same in terms of technical knowledge and business knowledge. One more can be business oriented, which is kind of like what I am, and another yeah. person might be more technical oriented. Doesn't mean we don't know how to do the other part. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Now, now, uh, Ramsey, you mentioned that you you got into sales engineering kind of by mistake, and then you 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 wanted to, I guess, uh, you kind of hit a ceiling at your previous place, and you wanted to increase your income. Uh, why else did you get into sales engineering? Like, was there anything that attracted you about the role itself or like any other reason why? Well, I enjoyed the fact that I'll be combining business with uh, technology from, mm. from, from a job aspect there, uh, you get to work with humans and <laughs> you have to use your human skills, which is not something we do a lot as, and I, it's not something I did a lot as a sales engineer. I looked at Excel right. spreadsheets. I, I did some design. I looked at Visio. Right. And then I sent it to the customer and told them, here it is. Whereas as a sales engineer, you kind of have to work with customers and you're working together. And that's that's something that appealed to me. You're not just sitting behind a computer the entire time. Mm-hmm. You're going out visiting customers. And there's also the compensation side, which is very important. Uh, if you work, when I worked as a network design engineer, if I worked overtime, it's still part of my job. The maximum yeah, yeah. my manager can do is tell me, "Hey, take a half day off here or there." Uh, like even if I clo- even if I worked on ten million dollars worth of projects, it's still the same thing. As a sales engineer, uh, you work harder, you sell more, you get paid more, mm-hmm. which you know is obviously uh, let's say appealing to someone who wants to make more money. All right, fair enough. So, so I mean, it. Uh, so, I'm assuming there's some kind of a commission or bonus structure in place for for sales engineers. Yeah, depending on the okay. company. Some okay, companies gotcha. have a base and then a bonus. Uh, some companies have com- a base and then commission. Uh, and the difference between commission and bonus is that bonus at the end of the year, it's up to the up to the discretion of the company to give it to you or not. Commission yeah. is the more you sell, the more you get paid. Um, and it, it changes like it could be an 80 20 split as in 80 percent of your your salary is base 20 percent is commission so mm-hmm. if your salary is a hundred thousand dollars a year eighty thousand of that is base 20 20 thousand of that is commission or it could be 70 30 75 25 it depends on the company it changes from company to company gotcha gotcha okay Okay, sounds good. Uh, uh, and, and folks, for those of you watching, I do see some of you have some questions, so uh, we will get around to questions shortly. Shortly, 
Uh, Parisa, thanks for your question. And someone else was asking some other. Uh, so we'll we'll definitely, uh, Parisa, I believe, Parisa, you were asking about the qualifications for sales engineering. So we're going to get to that shortly. I'm actually going to be asking uh, Ramsey about that. But uh, any other questions, folks, feel, feel free to put in the comments. Uh, so in terms of a typical day, Ramsey, like what, what does a typical day look like for a sales engineer? Or, or is every day kind of different? Is that kind of a uh, nonsensical kind of, question? Okay. Well, it's not nonsensical for sure. Okay, okay. That's something a lot of people wonder. Yeah, yeah. It is. It's very dynamic. Mm. Days don't look the same. There's, but here in general, there's a lot of customer meetings. You're meeting customers, shaking hands, uh, or at least, at least right now you're waving through Zoom or WebEx or whatever it is yeah. that you use. Um, a lot of following up with customers, following up with product managers, with engineers, teammates, whoever on different uh, action items that you had. A lot of demo preparation so that you can actually show the product to the customer presentation preparations, um, planning to account planning, which means you're trying to figure out you have this quota, where you're going to sell all the, these products to hit your quota uh, mm. because you are, you are quota based and you will be, uh, your performance will be based on how much you hit your quota or not. So yeah. it's very different day to day. Gotcha. Does, okay. Does that answer the question? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, in terms of uh, you know the the typical challenges that you face, or or maybe sales engineers in general face on a day to day basis, like what are some of those typical challenges? I would assume you mentioned so far it's a lot of dealing with people, so I would assume people related challenges. But uh, yeah, I mean, what what are some of those uh, typical things that you face? So we have, as as he's, we have external challenges and internal challenges. External okay. challenges are you're you're working with customers. Yeah. You're, some customers don't want to give you the information that you need to know so that you can build a solution or offer a solution, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there is that vibe that you're in sales. That means you're a bad human. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, you know, if you look at me, uh, I'll leave that up to you to judge. But no, you seem like uh, a good human being. Uh, cameras can be deceiving, but thanks. <laughs> yeah. so, so there is that aspect of that. Internally, you're also working with account managers who are usually very different in personality from these sales engineers and uh, account managers want to do meetings. They want everything now because the, like I said, sales engineers are, they have a commission, but it's usually a small portion of their salary mm. salespeople. It's a bigger portion of their salary. So they want deals as soon as possible because yeah. they need to feed their families or they need to buy Ferrari depending on the company. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> I haven't met, I haven't met a sales guy with a Ferrari yet. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm hoping, yeah. uh, just so I can get it can get it right. Uh, so there's that human aspect where I'm thinking I need I want my credibility. My credibility is important to me. I don't want to say something yeah. to the customer that is incorrect. Whereas the sales guy doesn't ever want me to say no. We cannot do this, uh, um, right? Uh, or they're afraid that I would say it. it's not. Like, obviously, if you're lying, they don't want you to lie, but initial reactions like why did you say no yeah, yeah, yeah so there is that interaction there's also the problem where customers want a specific feature which we don't have and they're writing on that feature and now you need to figure out a way to get product managers to implement that feature there's a, a myriad of challenges that you will see and again not two sales engineers will run into the same challenges i've had uh, three salespeople so far two of them were great one of them, not so much. Some mm -hmm. people have different challenges where they had bad, more bad salespeople than good salespeople, more bad yeah. customers, 
good customers. Um, lucky for me, I have my customers seem to want to work with me and enjoy working with me, so it's less challenging from that aspect. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, because I used to work there, so it makes my life easier. Oh, okay, okay, I already okay. built that relationship. Yeah. Okay, okay, so so you you have an unfair advantage there. Well, yeah, you should use use your yeah, unfair. You should absolutely, absolutely find your unfair advantage and use it. Exactly, exactly, absolutely. Uh, okay, awesome. Now, uh, so you mentioned, I mean, some of the challenges seems like, you know, with, with regards to the account managers, you know, they're, they're always saying yes to everything, or they want you to say yes to everything. But but of course, uh, you come from that technical background. So you know, what's realistically, you know, can be done or can be done probably. Yeah. Uh, is that, well, yeah. well, there's an art to it, too. Like, if the yeah. customer wants something, and we can do it in a, in a way that is not very conventional. I don't have to say to the customer, oh, we can do it, but it's weird. Yeah, yeah. I would say okay. something, we can do it. Uh, maybe I stop there or maybe I say we do it in a, in a different way than most people, right? Like mm. You don't shoot yourself in the foot. So these are things that SEs need to, need to learn as well in order. That, that's the challenge of sales engineering. You're talking to humans, but you're still serving. You, know, you want to be, you want to do right by your customers, but you also want to do right by your company. Yeah, right? yeah, for sure, so, yeah. There's that balance of you don't want to lie and you don't want to bend the truth. But yeah. also, uh, if the, cus the customer may not care that we do it in a weird way. So mm. why, why would I tell them that it's weird? Now they're going to dig into it. Yeah. I, I, I was on a call the other day and someone told the customer, oh, we've only been doing this for three years. The customer didn't ask for that information. Oh. But because we said we've been doing it for three years only, Although we haven't, it's just one portion of it, whatever it is. They started to get into that. And instead of talking about their problem, we started talking about why we've only been doing it for three years. That sort uh, of I see. Yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So very strategic in what you say and what you don't say. Okay, okay, understood. Uh, and, and in terms of dealing with, you know, these, these account managers and, and these situations, let's say there's a situation, the account manager says, hey, Ramsey, you know, why do you say no and blah, 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 whatever. Like, how do you, what's the best way to navigate such situations? Like, how do you still keep the peace with your internal colleagues as well as the, the customers as well? Well, I don't know, same way you keep, uh, you keep the peace between any two partnerships. We both have yeah. the same goal. Yeah. Right? If, if I lie to the customer, they're going to find out sooner or later. Yeah. Right. If they find out after they buy, they're they're going to be mad at us and never going to buy from us again. If they find out during the proof of concept process, we just wasted so much time. Mm. So wouldn't you, like as a salesperson, wouldn't you prefer to be working on another opportunity that we can close? Or would you want to yeah, go yeah. down this rabbit hole and lose time in the end, lose the deal? Yeah, yeah. So just uh, uh, when I talk to people, customers or account managers because i think of account managers as my customers mm -hmm. in my mind what's in it for them right i i didn't lie because it's in your best interest for me not to lie and again most account managers don't want you to lie they're just surprised that you said no at the time so when you tell them like if we if we do what they're asking to do it's gonna do this it's gonna break or something whatever it is they're yeah. like okay okay never mind uh, sorry my bad right i didn't i didn't know that so and mo I don't know if there's a bad, uh, bad rep for sales reps. Mm. In my experience, the sales reps that I've worked with, again, most of them are great people. The same way most engineers are great people. And, you know, there are a few bad apples that give everybody else a bad name. 
So I, I'm, I wouldn't worry too much about salespeople getting angry because they're humans and they understand what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But but you mentioned something very interesting, right? And and I hear this all the time, like you know, this this whole bad rep for for like salespeople or, or anyone who has this this word sales attached to their title, and even in recruitment, right? Recruiters, I mean, <laughs> LinkedIn is like, uh, you know, hate recruiter central, right? So, w like, and it's only because of like because most of the recruiters I know, again, really good people, nice people, but it's because of a small handful. Like, how why why is that perpetuated so much? And and why is it even in IT like the same same case? I don't know. There, there is that rep that oh, they need to make their sales so that they can make their money. You know, yeah, it's yeah. All, it's yeah. all about money, which is true. They, they like they need to make their salary the same way you need to make your salary. We yeah, both need to be your family. exactly. But I, I feel like because there is tension, right? If if a salesperson is meeting a customer, it's not because they're you know th there's going to have to be some transfer of funds, transfer of equipment. Exactly. So, yeah. There is that tension, and anything you say could be taken the wrong way. Like what I said, three three account managers, one of them was bad. Even the one that was good that I've worked with, uh, with, and I enjoyed working with. I thought he was a great guy. Some customers didn't enjoy working with him. They said he's too salesy, and I didn't know what that meant. Right? Yeah. Um, just because he might have rubbed them the wrong way, he might have asked, "Like, is there anything else that we can help you?" It's like, "Hey, we already mm -hmm. gave you all this business. Why are you asking us if we want if we have anything else?" Right. I don't know right, what's right. wrong with that question, but um, so that's from an SE perspective. Watching, it's interesting to see how people treat SEs very differently than they treat salespeople because we have an engineering part in our name. We're technical. Ah, interesting. We're the, we're the trusted advisor. Yeah, yeah. It's, and we're here to help. Whereas the salesperson's here to take my money, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay, that's okay. that's the view. Whereas we're both here to help. It's in both the SE and the salesperson's interest for the customer to be successful. If the customer goes bankrupt tomorrow, we don't have a customer. Yeah, yeah. Right? So yeah, exactly. if, if you want to think about it from a self-serving way, it's in our best interest for everybody to be successful. Absolutely. Yeah, hundred percent. And and other question I have for you, Ramsey, is now are most of your customers that you deal with are they like in here in Canada? You deal with Americans as well, or is it other parts of the world as well? Or I don't. I personally don't. Some some SEs do. Uh, my customers are all based in Ottawa. Based in Ottawa. So, okay, okay. I'm lucky that way. Other other SEs that I have friends of mine have to travel a lot, which oh, they I enjoy. I don't. So it depends on the position that you you find. And I, I see a question from a LinkedIn user. Do account managers ever overpromise a solution? Yes. <laughs> and it's the SE's job to <clears throat> kind of reel them back in and tell them, we can't do it that way. We have to do it that way. Right? Um, but sometimes if there's a big deal on the line and they just need that extra little feature that will help us close the deal, that will make money for the entire company, including the engineers who are complaining about the salesperson over-promising stuff. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we have to say, we're going to work on it. I don't like to promise, but at least I'll tell them, like, hey, let me take it back to the product management team and see if we can actually come up with a solution for you. So, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so um, I think it was Abe, Abe who asked that question. So hope that helps you, Abe. And and again, folks, for the rest of you putting in questions, we're going to get around to those shortly. Uh, but now I know you've already spoken about kind of some best practices, Ramsey, but anything else you can add, like in terms of what are some best practices for, for SEs to, to make use of, you know, on a day-to-day -day basis? Uh, 
the whole the whole concept of sales engineering is best practice. But if there's advice yeah. I could give people listening that they can start doing today, is practice asking questions because that's our job, and then listening to the answers, mm-hmm. which is I find the hard part. Uh, I struggled with that, and I know other SEs struggle with that, where they ask a question, and instead of listening to the answer, we end up thinking of the next question we want to ask. Yeah, for yeah. listening and taking in what they're uh, what they're asking, right? what yeah. they're answering in terms of uh, what we just asked. So, or, or thinking of something slick to say. Yeah, that's pretty much what I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's that's where I where I go off. Like that's oh. like a sales thing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I just start waiting, and now it's too late for me to say something. It's like I have to bring it back and say that something. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, that doesn't end up working well. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay, got it. So I guess, and, and I've heard this said before as well, like when, when you're, I guess, asking questions from a customer, uh, listen to understand versus listen just to respond. Uh, would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah. Well, what's the point of responding if you don't understand? Exactly. Uh, yeah. These are things that I don't, these are sayings that I don't, they don't really mesh in my head because I don't understand what they mean. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you're asking a question, I hope you really want to know the answer. Yeah. If you don't want to know the answer, don't ask the question. Got it. Got it. Okay. Got it. Now, now, in terms of viewers interested in exploring this field um, in sales engineering, uh, uh, Ramsey, like, what are the career requirements? Like, do you have to come from a technical background, or uh, how how does someone make that transition? Like, if it's someone, let's say it's someone similar to yourself, okay, they're 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 in a technical field, they want to make that transition, or maybe it's someone who's not so much in a technical field but wants to get into sales engineering. Like, either category. Like, what what are your suggestions and 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 recommendations on how they can do that? I've seen both. Most of the people I've seen that become sales engineers come from a technical background. Mm-hmm. And generally speaking, they have customer experience. It means that they know how they've, they've talked to customers, they've worked with customers. Uh, they have uh, presentation or demonstration experience. And so that helps. Uh, or they generally say when, when you look at job descriptions for sales engineers, they want at least five to five to seven years of uh, sales engineering experience, but there's a shortage yeah. of SEs. So sometimes it's hard to actually become an SE if you don't have experience as an SE. It's a chicken and the egg story. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, so, but you help yourself most if you have customer experience, presentation experience, and uh, demonstration experience. Or if you don't have that, and you work for a company, try to try to work with your vendors. So. Uh, if someone's selling to your company, try to be the person working with that team, the mm-hmm. point of contact for that vendors, so that they can be impressed by your skills of communication, uh, and then offer you a job when the time comes. Uh, from a technical p- perspective, it depends on which field you're in. I'm in networking, so I had to have networking experience. They asked when during the interview, they asked me questions about routing, about mm. technical stuff. If I'm a, Applying to a SaaS, I have to have SaaS experience from a technical perspective. Um, some some software doesn't really require SaaS experience. Like if you're looking at compliance, you have to have compliance experience. Possibly yeah. that would that would help you better. So whichever field you're in, it's better to have that experience, and then you can move fields if that's something that you want to do. Got it. Okay. Uh, uh, fantastic. Yeah. So, Paris, I hope that helped, uh, you know, your question. And I think Ramsey provided some great information there uh, regarding, um, you know, what's required to get into the field. So, uh, thanks for your question, uh, Parisa. Uh, we got another question here, uh, Ramsey. Um, 
And I believe this is Abe as well. He says, what's the most challenging element in the pre-sales function and what are customers not satisfied with the most? Most challenging element in the pre-sales function. I don't know if it's the most challenging, but it seems a lot of uh, sales engineers complain about their account managers. Mm. Um, it's like a marriage that you didn't choose. So if you don't learn to communicate better with your salesperson, then you know, you're know you going to have some problems. Um, from a challenging perspective, which is positive, is trying to get information from your customer. I find that challenging, but I also find it like a game. What question can I ask that will that will enable them to open up? What yeah. what do I need to share with them that will show them that I'm trustworthy enough for them to open up to me? So I, I like that from a challenging perspective. What are customers not satisfied with the most? Uh, false information. So mm. if you if you don't know the product very well and you give them an answer that's not correct. Uh, Either they know on the spot that you don't know what you're talking about, or they will find out at some point later on that you don't know what you're talking about. And both of them are bad. You lose credibility either way. And uh, a friend of mine, Chris White, he wrote a book called The Six Habits of Highly Effective Sales Engineers. He says that the one thing that SEs fear more than anything is losing credibility. Mm. So, yeah. I hope that answers the question. Awesome, awesome. Sounds good. Abe, uh, thanks for your question. Hope that answered your question, Abe. Uh, now, other, uh, I guess, kind of moving on with, you know, going going from, you know, you mentioned uh, the importance of the technical background in, uh, for the field. Now, what what qualities, uh, like, are there any certain, like, you know, character or personality traits uh, that you feel uh, a, a SC needs to have to be successful in the field? Obviously, you got to deal with people a lot, so I would assume you had to be good with people. But uh, what, what else do you feel, uh, Ramji, from that standpoint? You need to, I would say three three things that SEs need to be self-aware, as in you know what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, you know what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong. Coachable. So if someone gives you feedback, even if it's negative, even if your salesperson is yelling at you, you can take whatever every every complaint has a grain of truth. You can take whatever will help you in the future and leave the rest. Competitive. Um, because it is a competitive sport. You're going against other companies who sell something similar to your product and you want to win more than they do. So, you know, and there's the usual technical and, you know, that sort of thing. Nice. But these are the three main, main, main qualities of sales engineer, I would say. Okay, awesome, awesome. Sounds good. And uh, yeah, so hope that answers your question. I believe it was, uh, that was... Uh... I think that was Abe who asked, or I don't know if it was someone else. Uh, but in any case, I hope hope that answered your question. Thanks for uh, whoever asked that question. And uh, let's see here. So, uh, hey, Bala so Balaji, I mean, I don't know if you can answer this uh, question, um, Ramsey, because he's asking about account manager, but he's asking what are the top three best practices for an account manager? That's not you, Ramsey, right? I mean, you you don't... you. It's not me, but I can yeah. answer based on my yeah, knowledge. Sure, sure. Account managers might answer differently. And uh, I'm going to talk about it from a SE to sales relationship. So yeah, sure. not best practices with customers, best practices with uh, engineering and uh, account management and sales engineers. I would say uh, communicate uh, communication before and after the meetings, never leaving a meeting without or never entering a meeting without a goal. Never leading, leaving a meeting without next uh, next step 
agreed upon with the customer. So these are three best practices that I can think of. Awesome. Uh, amazing. 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 Yeah. So hope that helps Balaji. And then thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, by the way, shout out to Balaji. Balaji is the guy who does uh, does my graphics for, you know, when I do those posts. So uh, shout out to Balaji. Uh, thanks again, Balaji. Hope that helped to answer your question. And uh, now we do have some more questions. But before that, um, um, uh, Ramsey, what I wanted to ask from you is, you know, being, being in this field, can you discuss any trends you see uh, within the field of, of pre, uh, you know, uh, 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 sales engineering? Like uh, in terms of, even the current uh, market conditions, like has this changed anything in the way you do things or what do you see happening from a, from a trending standpoint? Uh, from it's changed a little bit. I'm not visiting as uh, customers as much. Right, okay. I'm not visiting customers at all where I used to visit on a daily basis. Um, but I feel that will change back to what it was. If the customers go back to work, which uh, to go back to an office space, but I believe my customers will, um, in general, I there's a lot of software that's coming out that is not very technical, that does not require a sales engineer. So mm. I feel like there's going to be a lot more sales reps than sales engineers, but sales engineers are still going to be needed for that deeply technical products that it's not just a few clicks and you're done, but they will have to also merge some sales skills at the same time. Uh, mm. And the way sales engineers, engineering developed was there was no sales engineering. It was an engineer who knew how to talk a little bit in front of customers who was pulled out of his job and put in front of customers to do demos. Ah, so they were very technical and who did demos on occasion. And it's been shifting away. And now it's going to continue that shift. And SEs are going to, although they're going to have to keep their technical savviness. Yeah, that's a word. Technical savviness. They're going to have to add the sales savviness aspect to it, which the great SEs that I see today have that already. The OKSEs are usually very technical, but not not very sales savvy. So they don't always know when to ask questions, when not to ask questions. They don't know when to give information, when not to give information. And that's all part of negotiation in the end to actually close the deal. Okay, gotcha. Okay, okay, understood. Uh, now, uh, you know, you know, before I, before we get into the Q and a part, uh, Ramsey, can you tell the viewers more about your, your website and your podcast, uh, for people who want to subscribe and follow to follow you? Sure. Yeah. My, my website is we, the sales engineers.com or we, the com, all one word. Um, I have uh, blog posts, although I have stopped doing blogs for a while. I mainly have podcasts and YouTube videos. I'm on YouTube. So if you want to check that out as well. It's mainly meant to help sales engineers with the sales aspect. There's a lot of resources for engineers. There's a lot of resources for sales, but none about the sales aspect for sales engineering specifically. And that's that's the part I wanted to focus on. Uh, so the human skills that engineers should have to, to get better. And even if you don't want to become a sales engineer, a lot of the human skills that I talk about will help you within your job as well to be able to communicate with other people to get the most out of your career, basically. Yeah, I'm not really good at uh, self-plugging, so I'm just going to stop here. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right, sounds good. And then, yeah, I've noticed on your website as well, you have some some other resources as well, right? I guess, like, some information uh, stuff or, or yeah. it look like an ebook or something. Uh, well, I have, like, templates, uh, tools that yeah. SEs can 
use uh, uh, note notes templates like this is how i like to take my notes so yeah yeah Maybe you guys want to take notes the same way I do, which nice. includes uh, pre-meeting prep and then post-meeting debrief and goals, whether you're achieved your goals and all that. Uh, and, you know, there's a, a resource page on there that's all about like books and and like tools that SEs use on a daily basis that could be helpful. So, yeah, weedses.com and check out the tabs. And if you want to see my family, uh, uh, there's a picture up there <laughs> nice as well if you want to meet me virtually i guess <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah, that good. was not weird at all i just no not at all so yeah if you want to meet my family just jump on the website and you know <laughs> yeah yeah hi. exactly yeah. they're all there yeah <laughs> awesome yeah you, you you should uh you should come out with t-shirts you know like we the sales engineers or something i think i think SEs would probably like that right yeah, I thought about it, but if I do that, I want it to be I want it to be high quality where yeah, yeah, yeah. they can wear it in front of customers. Yeah. And I'm yeah. not sure I have the resources to find such a thing right now. <laughs> okay, but so, okay. If anybody knows a high a place where they do high quality t-shirts or polo shirts, let me know. All right, there you go. There you go, folks. Put it in the comments if you if you know any place and you can uh, you can help Ramsey out with that. Um, and um, also, um, in, in terms of the best place for people to connect with you and, and, and kind of interact with you further, Ramsey, would that primarily be LinkedIn? I know you sent me your Twitter as well, but where are you most active? Uh, I'm most active on LinkedIn. I forget that I have okay. Twitter every once in a while, so I don't show yeah. up there. For, uh, but Twitter or my email is on that website. You can you know reach out to me anytime. Awesome. Awesome. Sounds good. So I just have a few more questions, uh, Ramsey, before we wrap this up. Sure. Um, so let's see here. So I guess Abe said, just wanted to say thanks for your uh, responding to his question. So uh, uh, great to hear that, Abe. And so Amr asks, so do sales rep have to give demos or the SE? Some companies, salespeople do the demos. Other companies, SEs do the demos. If you have an SE, it's better that the SE does the demo because that's what they do on a day-to-day -day basis, right? Yeah. Uh, it's like it's like being a race car driver and you have a mechanic and then the race car driver wants to be the mechanic at the same time. You have someone who's an expert try doing that, right? Uh, so most companies have, have SEs to do the demos. Awesome. I, I love that analogy. Okay, that's really good. Uh, yeah, so that looks like all the questions. So folks, if you uh, if nobody has any further questions, uh, we're going to wrap this up. Ramsey, thank you so much for your time and, and sharing with us all this information about sales engineering. I uh, really appreciate it. And uh, for those folks, those of you watching, make sure you follow uh, Ramsey and, and feel free to connect with him. Uh, he's he's very active on LinkedIn and, and make sure you check out his website where he, uh, you can follow his podcast as well. Thanks, guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Ramsey. And thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And uh, everyone have a good week.